0: Hi everyone. I'm Dave, and I'm Marvin. It's day twenty-one, and this is God's big story.
1: Season two. Ha ha! It's a story.
2: It's
3: big. Never boring. No way. For His glory.
2: Always.
1: It's God's
3: big story.
2: God's big
1: story.
0: So welcome back, boys and girls. It's week number five, and we are moving nicely through our fifth book of the Bible, Galatians.
2: Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow? Mm
0: -hmm. Marvin, you don't look very happy today.
1: I am not, Dave. Oh, well, how come? I was playing Mario Kart, Dave. You know, on my friend's Nintendo Switch. Okay, well, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah, three words for you, Dave. Moo, moo, meadows.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, Marvin, some of the boys and girls might not have played Mario Kart, so they might not know what you're talking about.
1: Well, I'll tell them, Dave. Yeah, it's one of the courses, and it has cows on it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so when I saw that, I thought, wow, this is awesome. This is clearly going to be the best of all the courses. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is not awesome, Dave. The cows are all big fat dummies that just wander around and get in the way. It is completely
0: unrealistic. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Marvin. It is a fun course, though. Yeah, maybe, Dave, if it wasn't so insulting. Okay, well, you know, let's not let it ruin your day, Marv. It is Monday. You do know what that means.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had forgotten. Of course, Dave. Hit it. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Funday. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Funday.
0: Okay, Marv, so, well, last week we were looking for, let me see, it was, yeah, Romans 8 verse 37. And for the first time we have a homegrown winner.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because the first two were Americans, huh?
0: Yep, they were, but this week, with a time of 22.1 seconds, and we had to have this verified by an independent adjudicator for obvious reasons, but congratulations to Charlotte McConkie.
1: Oh, Charlotte. Yeah, fun secret fact, boys and girls. Charlotte is one of the voices that you hear singing on the theme
0: tune. That's right, she is. So, boys and girls, if you get to this episode a bit later in the year, and you can beat Charlotte's time, and remember, it has to be on your first try, well, let us know, and you can get your name on our leaderboard. So, Marvin, what are we looking for this week?
1: Well, Dave, this week we're going back to the Old Testament. Okay. Yeah, we're going to look for Joshua, chapter 6, verse 12.
0: Oh, okay, that's not too bad. So, boy and girls, the Old Testament goes Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. Okay, so that's where we're heading for, so it's pretty near the front.
1: Okay, yeah. So, Dave, I have the stopwatch at the ready.
0: Okay, yep, my Bible is ready too. Boys and girls, get yourself set if you're going to race along with me. Marvin, I think we're ready when you are.
1: Okay, Dave. Joshua chapter 6, verse 12 in 3, 2, 1,
0: go! Okay, I'm in Genesis. Exodus. Do you on me? Almost there. Oh, too far. I'm into Samuel. Oh, it's going badly. Joshua. Joshua, chapter 24, 22. I need to go back. Chapter 10. Chapter 6. Chapter 6. Verse 12. Where is it? First word. Uh, Joshua. Oh, dear, Marvin. That felt a lot slower than my other tries.
1: Mm, not bad, Dave. Yeah, that was 16.9 seconds.
0: Okay, well, I guess we will see how that compares, boys and girls. So, as always, you can send your times to us via our Facebook page, via our website, that's woodendonkey.org, or you can email youth at edengrove.org. But I think it's time that we get back to Galatians.
1: Oh, yeah, sure, Dave. So, let's see. Um, Friday, Paul was talking about Abraham,
0: right? That's right, Yep, Paul was pointing out that God's people were never, ever saved by keeping the law. Abraham was saved by his faith. Again, not by keeping the law. That is always how it worked. And God promised to save his people hundreds of years before he even gave them the law. So that promise never depended on how well people followed the law. It didn't back in Abraham's day, and it still doesn't now that Jesus, the promised son, has come.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, makes sense to me, Dave.
0: Great. Okay, so today, well, we're still in chapter 3. But after listening to all of that, you might be thinking, okay, well, in that case... Is the law something we should get rid of? Is it a bad thing? Should we throw it out? But Paul is going to explain that even though the law was never there to save us, well, God still gave us the law for very good reason. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so what are we listening for, Dave? Okay, so Paul says, before faith in Christ, we were all, what, by the law.
1: Okay, we were what, by the law. Got it.
0: Yep, and then later he says, in Christ Jesus, we are all, Something of God.
1: Okay, okay, so we were what? By the law, and then in Christ Jesus, we are what? Of God. Okay, I got it, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll make a note of that. Okay, so, well, Dave, which
0: Shaw have we got today? Ah, it's Shaw Senior today, Marvin. It's Nick.
3: Move over, Marvin. I got the next Bible reading. We're in Galatians three nineteen to 29. Oh, hey, Nick. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, you moo with an English accent. Okay, take it away, Nick. Then what was the purpose of the law? It was added because of human sin, and it was supposed to control us until the promised seed had come. The law was put into effect through angels by a go-between. A go-between doesn't take sides. God didn't use a go-between when he made his promise to Abraham, but the same God was at work in both the law and the promise. So is the law opposed to God's promises? Certainly not. What if a law had been given that could give life? Then people could become right with God by obeying the law. But scripture announces that the whole world is a prisoner because of sin. It does so in order that what was promised might be given to those who believe. The promise comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Before faith in Christ came, we were held prisoners by the law. We were locked up until faith was made known. So the law was put in charge until Christ came. He came so that we might be made right with God by believing in Christ. But now faith in Christ has come. So we are no longer under the control of the law. You are all children of God by believing in Jesus Christ. All of you who were baptized into Christ have put on Christ as if he were your clothes There is no Jew or Greek. There is no slave or free person. There is no male or female. Because you belong to Christ Jesus, you are all one. You belong to Christ as Abraham's seed. You will receive what God has promised.
0: Thanks, Nick. So how did we do, Marvin?
3: Okay, Dave,
1: yeah. So first up, Paul said that we were held prisoners by the law.
0: Yep, that's right, Marvin. Now, usually for the podcast, we use the NIRV, the New International Reader's Version. But I've realized that Nick looked up a slightly different version, just the NIV, the New International Version. So, yes, Nick read that we were held prisoners by the law. But if you're reading along in the NIRV, it would have said that we are guarded by the law.
1: Huh. OK, so held prisoners or guarded by the law. Gosh, Dave, I'm not really sure what that means.
0: Huh? Okay. Well, here comes the professor. It's
3: Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor
2: Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Summer's free time with Professor Westminster. Someone you can always call. Professor Professor Westminster. Professor Westminster. It's
0: Professor Westminster.
2: Everybody?
0: <laughs> Hello, Professor. So, yes, Marvin was just asking about people being guarded by the law.
2: Ah, yes. Well, okay. So, yes, Nick reads that the law was put in charge of us. Yes, in verse 24. But, you know, if you were to read the same verse in some other versions, it would say the law was a guardian. Or it might even say a tutor. You see, because the word that Paul uses in Greek is a strange word called pedagogue. Hmm. Can't you say that, Marvin? Oh, uh, pedagogue? Hmm. Yes, that's right. Good job. So, the pedagogue was a slave who in the Greek times, it was their job to teach and to protect and to care for the children in the house. Oh, huh. So, you see, God gave the law to the people to take care of them, yeah? To show them the right way, to teach them and protect them, yeah? Just like that slave was supposed to take care of the children. Okay,
1: I see, yeah. So, the law was kind of like their guide? Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: that's another good word, Marvin. Well done.
0: Yeah, thanks, Professor. So, yes, Marvin, the law was a good thing given by God to guide the people and to correct them and to show them the way that they should live. But did you get the answer to the second question? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: I did, Dave. I wrote it down. It said, in Christ Jesus, we are children
0: of God. That's right. You see, now that Jesus has come, if we're Christians, well, he has brought us into God's family by faith. So we don't need that same guardian. We don't need this different guide. We have Jesus now and we follow him. Okay,
1: yeah, so the law is not bad.
0: No, the law was a gift from God. I mean, think of the Ten Commandments part of the law. Those are still good, right? They still show us good things about what it means to follow God. But we don't need it in the same way now. Because Jesus brought us all, Jews and Gentiles, men and women, no matter what our job is, whoever or whatever we are, if we trust in Jesus, we are all together made righteous by him and we are adopted as children of God. Yeah, awesome. Now, boys and girls, we love our mums and dads, of course, but imagine if you needed to be adopted and you find out you were being adopted by a king. Oh, that would be sweet. Yeah, you'd get to live in a castle and they'd probably have all sorts of really cool stuff. Exactly. But you know what's even more special? If you're adopted, you get to be part of the family. You're not just visiting. If you mess up, it's not like they'll kick you out. Suddenly, that's where you belong.
1: Oh, wow, Yeah. Yeah, so being part of God's family is really special.
0: Yep, super special. And even more amazing, Marvin, because we absolutely don't deserve it. But that's the amazing gift that God gives us. So today, boys and girls, let's thank God that he doesn't just know us and we're not just friends of God. He doesn't just invite us to visit him, but he has adopted us into his family. We are children of God and that is amazing.
1: Yeah, Moo, it
0: sure is. And, well... I think that's all we have time for today, boys and girls. Just five more days to go in Galatians before we finish up. Okay,
1: great. Yeah, well, bye, boys and girls. Have a great afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Yep, goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.